secretly envied the brook, always on the move, seeing different places as he wended his way to the sea. There's a faraway look in your eyes, Rufus Rabbit. What are you thinking? Meredith, sitting on the mossy bank, her feet dangling in the clear water, overheard their song. I must confess I've been wondering what's beyond Spring Hill. Sounds like you're itching to travel. I suppose someday we will. I've heard of skyscraping boxes. Probably giant-sized foxes. It does tickle the fancy. But just for now, let's dance. Hi-ho, Nelly Rabbit. Hi-ho, Rufus Rabbit. We do love to go dancing, hopping, skipping, and prancing. Oh, yes, Rufus Rabbit. Dancing is our best habit. I think we make a great team. Dancing just like a moonbeam. Nellie and Rufus did their little hi-ho, hippity-hop-hop dance around the open glade. Tristram Trout leaped up out of the brook to see what was happening. And someone else was watching the scene from behind a witch hazel bush. It was Wily Fox. Molly Mole felt his presence. Head for the locust tree. Wily Fox is near. I feel it. I feel it. The animal's response to the alarm was instantaneous. They ran in a circle around the tree trunk. It was their way of confusing the fox. Meredith knew they were safe with her there, but she was glad they were practicing and marveled at their speed. Playing around the locust tree, the locust, locust, locust tree. Wily fox cannot catch me, he can't catch you, he can't catch me. Faster, faster, till a blur, and then when he tries, he won't get a bite of fur, he'll just get mud in his eyes. G-Clef, Rufus, Nellie, and Molly Mole scampered around the base while Stretch glided from branch to branch. Hover, hover, hummed in midair. Sweets the honeybee joined in, buzzing furiously. That always drove Wiley mad. The frustrated fox slinked off, and as the song unwound, each little animal went its separate way. Prickles' porcupine didn't budge from his bath. As he cleaned his quills, he muttered to himself, I don't have to run in circles. I'm not afraid of that silly fox. Rufus and Nellie walked with Meredith to her tree home. We'll see you tomorrow morning, Meredith. The little pair danced down the path toward the briar patch. By now, the sun was almost overhead, streaming through the opening between the topmost branches, bathing the tree's interior in a warm golden light. A woven hammock swung from a low branch. A basket of fruit and nuts rested in the crotch of a limb beside it. Meredith set the jug down next to a sketchbook and climbed the curving boughs till she could look out her tree window on the rolling countryside. There was Spring Hill. There the old meadow. 
and way beyond, a bit of the briar patch. She hugged the tree trunk and sang softly to herself. My house of sunshine keeps giving to me the dark and light time that I'm longing to see. Oh, climbing on the limbs of dreams, I'll see it all. Stretching for the distant view, I'm feeling taller. My house of sunshine keeps bringing my way. A touch of now time. What a wonderful day. Oh, loving life the way I do, it must be good. Fitting things together now the way they should be in my house of sunshine my house of sunshine it's my house of sunshine my house of sunshine just then a brown and white body glided across her view breaking her mood it was Stretch the Flying Squirrel. He had a way of dropping by whenever Meredith had something particularly good for lunch. He'd seen her gathering nuts in her sweet grass basket the day before. Hey, Stretch. I was just going down for a bite of lunch. I don't suppose you could take the time to join me. Well, why not? Meredith descended to the velvet green carpet of moss below, and Stretch popped through the window and skinny down the tree trunk, head first, close behind her. Sitting on two roots opposite one another, the basket between them, Meredith and Stretch shared his favorite repast, hickory nuts. Meredith tried to engage the squirrel in conversation, but Stretch was reluctant. A slight stutter made him self-conscious. I've always wondered, Stretch, how did you start to fly? Well, I g g guess flying's not the right word. Maybe I can tell you better in a song. I d d don't stutter when I sing. There I was, way up in a nut tree, picking nuts for the winter ahead. Then old wily fox came a-sniffing. I was good as dead. Then the question came to me, could I glide from tree to tree? Ah, uh, not loving squirrel, must take a chance, gliding wide to a distant branch. Ah, uh, not loving squirrel, can almost fly, wily fox was near, so my choice was clear, I leaped for the sky. I thank Wily Fox for this lesson. He's the reason I tried something new. Danger leaves you no time for guessing. I knew what to do. Stretching out my legs and skin like a wing so wide, so thin. Ah, nut loving squirrel must take a chance. Gliding wide to 
a distant branch A nut-loving squirrel can almost fly Wily fox was near, so my choice was clear I leaped for the sky Stretch illustrated his aerobatic feats by leaping, twirling, gliding from one smooth branch to another, far above Meredith's head. She applauded his air show, and as Stretch bowed deeply, he thrust the two remaining nuts into his cheeks and scampered up the tree. Before he leaped through an opening, he remembered his manners. Thanks for the lovely little lunch. Meredith smiled to herself. What a little actor he is. He knows when to exit. That evening, Meredith lay in her hammock, writing in her book. On the open page was a drawing of the flying squirrel she'd made from memory that afternoon. Under it, she added some thoughts from the day. Fifi Firefly wrote on her pen, lighting each line as she wrote. How many ways does the sun shine in to light Mother Nature's society? From streak to glare to glimmer to dim. Oh, what an endless variety. Next morning in Shady Nook, the deer was drinking when the silence was shattered as never before. The buck bolted into the underbrush as sharp metallic sounds rang out. Tristram Trout leaped out of the brook to get a fisheye glimpse of what was disrupting the early dawn tranquility. It was a hammering sound on the far side. Meredith, Rufus, Nellie, Geeclef, Molly Mole, and Stretch arrived, breathless from running to see what could be causing such a racket. Rufus called. Can you see what's happening, Tristram?